See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Hello, all you out there in podcast listener land. This is Mao coming to you from the land of K-pop and me being sad that it's Sunday because tomorrow's work day. Thank you for listening. This is Slow Robot A Go-Go, show number 16. Um, originally, I had uh, planned on doing a uh, list <clears throat> of the like, like the five worst um, comic book adaptations, but I think I'm a little out of my league. I, I was kind of looking at them, um, at lists of them, and and um, I had some help from um, from uh, the Two Dimension podcast, which is they are the comic book mavens. So look them up. And after after reviewing these lists, and I just don't have the depth of, of you know I haven't seen enough of them to to truly um, you know make a good show out of it. So I've kind of skipped that idea. Plus, yeah, I was scolded because um, last time a friend of mine gave me a list, I was too drunk to read the names correctly, and you know you get drunk a couple hundred times and you never live it down. I'm sorry, a couple thousand times and you never live it down. So I'm kind of skipping that whole thing. Uh, I, I, the, the, the idea came to me when I was watching Electra, and I threw up a little bit in my mouth. And then after um, I recovered, I was like, wow, I should do a show about that. But uh, upon digging deeper, I'm out of my league with the uh, comic book adaptations, as it were. <clears throat> okay, so now on to today's wonderful masterpiece, the 1958 sci-fi classic, so, I i mean, not so, I'm sorry, the 1958 classic, I Married a Monster from Outer Space, or what I like to call it is um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers 2, Electric Boogaloo. Now, this movie is a very good, serviceable um, sci-fi movie from the 50s. It actually stands a little bit above um, the common fodder of the day, to, in my opinion. Um, it's, it was directed by Gene Fowler Jr., and it was starring Tom Tryon and Gloria Talbot. Um, Tom Tryon went on to be an author. Um, I guess he uh, got uh, less and less enamored with the movie industry uh, that's the way it reads you know he he was uh, an actor an american film and television actor um and then i guess as as he progressed along he just kind of uh, didn't he it wasn't fun for him anymore so he moved on he he moved on to um to writing so <clears throat> yay for that uh this is I'm oh I'm I'm sorry I'm going to drop in the uh the opening audio and right off the bat you know the the opening uh dialogue is going to give you it gets you right where you know you know where you're going with this movie right off the bat the the, the scene starts in a bar with two um uh, hookers kind of you know trolling for men 
I'm not sure if they're hookers, but they might. They're hookers. So, you know, they're they're kind of sitting around, and then there's a, a drunken table of of guys that uh, you know that they're celebrating their friends. Um, well, not celebrating so much as uh, as um, I guess I'll say eulogizing, giving a eulogy for their good friend Bill, who is going to be married the next day, and they're playing the usual over overdone drunk style so here's this and you really don't get um movies that and the ending punchline is mass suicide i mean we don't go there enough in movies so uh one drunk at the table at the end of the scene he he goes there so i'm recording it for you okay here it is enjoy and i'll be right back Okay, there you go. So now you know what you're looking at. Basically, after that scene, um, our hero, Bill Farrell, leaves to, um, to... He's on his way to see his best gal, Marge. They're to be married the next day. And um, as he's driving, he uh, runs into something on the road, which is the most obvious um, dummy... I've ever seen in my life, uh, but he stops, and at this point, he, he he is assimilated by the invasion of the body snatchers. Oh, I'm sorry, I mean by the uh, aliens. So basically, and the effect is kind of cool. Uh, the it's almost like a uh, the smoke. It's a it's an after. It's not a CG effect, but it's like you know, like they 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 put it in after shooting, and it's like a smoke haze kind of thing and it looks really good uh for the time so he's assimilated and then um then they they cut to the the wedding day and and uh, the gloria talbert who is marge Mar, you know marge is nervous because of course 
her beau, Bill, isn't there yet. And he makes his grand entrance, and it's obvious, like, he's playing, like, uh, he, he he's acting like Keanu Reeves, like, kind of robotic and, and stone-faced, you know. It's, it's, you can tell something's different about our friend Bill. So he, um, but he gets married, and, uh, and, you know, and, and then they drive along, <clears throat> or, you know, they drive off, and yay for that. And, like, she can tell something's wrong, because he doesn't, you know, he goes to where they're going to get, where, for their honeymoon, and he, like, leaves to go into the hotel, and she's like, well, aren't you gonna take, you know, don't you want me with you, you know? And they have some sappy speech, or, she, you know, she's like, oh, I'm nervous, and then he says something along the lines of, I'm nervous too, and, uh, yay for that. And they, then they kind of cut to a doctor scene, which is, um, like a year later, you know, uh, Gloria's worried because her husband, not only is her husband, Bill, acting odd, he's all, they also can't have a kid. You know, they've been trying because back in the 50s, you had kids immediately. And, um, so I'm going to drop this in. I, I, I only recorded this. This scene doesn't add a whole lot to the movie, but it made me like, I actually like laughed out loud when the uh, at the doctor's comment. So I'm going to drop that in and then I'll come back and pick up from there because I it it was great. So okay, here you go. Me at all. If you were turned inside out, that's the way you would look. Well, thank you, Dr. Wayne, but I think I'll stay the way I am. Well, I that's not bad either. Seriously, Marge, there's no reason why you and Bill can't have a half dozen kids. We've been married a year. Today's our anniversary, as a matter of fact. Well, life doesn't always run on a timetable. I've given you every test in the book, and you check out fine. So stop worrying. Doris and I were married five years before we had our first one. Thank you, Doctor. Okay, there you go. You know, you really don't have doctors uh, saying there's no reason you could, couldn't have a litter of kids. So, you know, that was awesome. And basically, the, you know, as the plot progresses, um, little by little, uh, Marge is, is figuring this out, that, that, that her husband is not um, the Bill that she loved. And it was a little bit more complex than... Just he's changed because he's married now. Uh, so little by little, the 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 people are getting assimilated. Um, like all all the all his drinking buddies got assimilated um, one by one, you know. And the and the police uh, they the police got uh, invasion of the body snatcher. I mean assimilated. So <clears throat> you know. So she knows something's up, and she starts to. Um, like sneak around. She follows him one uh one night she follows her bill out, you know, and um well, well first of all, I'm sorry. First of all, she buys a a, a puppy for Bill cuz Bill always had dogs growing up. And um and he kills it, you know, which I was like, "Ooh, are you really going there movie?" And yeah, they did. I I didn't care for that. I don't really like the animal stuff in movies. I mean, it it added tension, and it made you really kind of not like the aliens, 
because to be honest up to this point the aliens really weren't that bad or good like I think they needed to in interject something to make them like despicable because just turning somebody into a, a Keanu Reeves you know doesn't really you know who cares so that's why they added I think that's why they added it in and the and and, and like I said they're getting assimilated so like the three got the three junks at the bar um they they've turned into a they've turned into um they've been a, uh, envisioned body snatchered and um <clears throat> what the one scene with that is they're sitting at the bar or at a table at the bar and they're talking and they what they do is they go in they buy one drink and they sit there and they talk uh, about you know alien stuff like oh how's your body working out and blah 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 and um and the bartender comes over and the only reason they added this scene, I think, is because the bartender was actually a famous boxer, or a semi-famous boxer, Max Slapsy Maxi Rosenblum. Um, so he played Max Grady, the bartender. So, um, And he gets into a confrontation with them, and he hits the aliens a couple of times, and they don't do, nothing happens, they just, like, leave. You know, which is, it kind of doesn't go anywhere. Uh, other than we get to see Francine the hooker, um, she's actually a hooker. We get to see Francine say, "Maxie, you ain't got it no more." And uh, I was like, "Well, yay for that." And because um, the aliens are allergic to alcohol, and they're also they can't breathe oxygen, so those are their two flaws. We find out about the oxygen uh, in one scene when they're all out picnicking, as young couples in the 50s were often seen doing. And one of the aliens is out in a boat, and he falls in the water. And when they, when he revive, when the doctor comes to revive him, he gives him oxygen, and the guy dies. And they're like, "Well, that's odd. Oxygen usually doesn't kill people." So, you know, they're allergic to oxygen and alcohol. <clears throat> um, and the scenes kind of continue, you know, where they're showing more and more people getting assimilated, and 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 Marge follows the her husband Bill to his spaceship hideout. Like, she follows him, and he goes into the spaceship and leaves the... He leaves the body of Bill and become, transforms into what the aliens look like, which is a soggy, mushy, you know, gooey kind of thing. I don't know. They're, they're kind of really odd-looking aliens. They're not bad. It's a good... I mean, it was a good effect. It was just... They're, like, really odd-looking, you know. They look like swamp creature meets... Captain Crunch, I don't know. So they go, he goes in, and then she runs up to the body of Bill, and she touches it, and it falls down, like a dummy, you know. And a cockroach runs across its face, which was a really good scene. So she doesn't, she she takes off, and then she goes to tell. She now she's trying to tell people, trying to alert the authorities. So she tells the police, the, the chief of police, and he's you know basically you know says nah you're, you're crazy. And, because he's one of them, and then she uh, she tells she tries to send a telegram to like the FBI or something. I forget where she sends it to. So, but she as she's leaving, she sees the guy rip it up, so she knows he's one of them. So she's freaking out, trying to tell get the get the word out to this on the streets, you know, that there's aliens afoot. And um, then and then finally, and you know, and she tries to leave in her gigantic car, which I had forgotten. Th these older movies really remind you how ginormous old cars really are. I mean, because they're freaking comfortably seats, sleeps eight, you know. This thing was a gigantic station wagon. 
and the cop stops her at the edge of the of the town and says, "No, you can't. The road's washed out." And she's like, "It hasn't rained here." And she and he just keeps saying, "The road's washed out." So she's like, "Oh, you know, so sad." So she goes back to town. So at this point, you know, I think she 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 confronts Bill and he and he's like and he starts talking about it. And uh, now I want you to stop for a second. Why is there always a um why do why do aliens always invade Earth? Think about it. What's the answer? That's right. For the women. See, if Jeff Goldblum has taught us anything, is that Earth girls are easy, and all the other aliens know that, so that's why they come to Earth. So, they need our women. Turns out, as Bill tells us, as Swamp Critter Bill tells us, that the aliens, you know, don't have any women where they're from, so they're a dying race, and in order to become, to still be a race, they're, uh, they need to, you know, shack up with the gals of Earth and start breeding. Now they can't have kids, but their scientists are working on ways to make them that they'll that they'll be able to have kids with the Earth women and then yay for their society and they're going to take over the Earth. You know, standard movie. So she's she is you know she that doesn't really go anywhere. But then you know, and he's also saying you know I've never I never felt like feelings before. So you know I came to Earth and now I learned what love is and blah blah blah. He's getting all emotional and clingy not really but so she she takes off at one point and then she's trying to find someone who will help her so she goes to the only other guy you know that that's rational in this movie that's right the doctor who prescribes people to have a half a litter of kids so he um he's like well how, why did you trust me and she's like i didn't have anyone else to turn and he's like well i'm not one so yay for me and then he goes like we'll find um we'll create a posse and we'll go to their secret lair you know the spaceship and we'll we'll will blast those wascally wabbits. And um, the logic was anyone, any family that had a kid, or you know that that has recently had babies, he'll that's the the, the men that they'll round up. Kind of flawed logic because there's like you know that incubation period where there could be assimilation, but just let it go. So he um, they get their posse and they go to the uh, to the spaceship. Now at this point the spaceship. Um, knows they're there, so it sends up its TV antenna, and it's calling back all the assimilated invasion of the body snatcher, I mean, uh, uh, aliens, to come to the spaceship to help defend it. Well, they they shoot the aliens, but the bullets don't do anything. But what does kill them is the one of the hunters brings along his German shepherds, and the, the dogs run over and yank out their aliens' breathing tubes, you know, and they die. So basically, they get the, the the doctor goes into the spaceship and sees that the human bodies are hanging there, you know, and they're hooked up to like they lo- it looks like a Sega Genesis or whatever. And um, it wasn't a Sega Genesis because Sega didn't have the Genesis in 1958. But moving on, so he unplugs them one at a time, and as 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 he's unplugging them, you know, the the aliens go and they fall down, and then they turn into this goopy, sloppy, oatmeal slimish kind of thing, kind kind of comes gushing out of their bodies so <coughs> one at a time they're showing them um falling down and dying and the last two are the police chief and bill you know of course the, so they unplug the police chief and he and he's radioing his his comrades in the sky saying don't come to earth total loss uh, and he dies I, I have that in the intro so i'll play that for you and then the last one of course is is our hero bill and he's says some sappy crap and then dies mid-sentence and that was kind of cool 
Um, again, you know, no horror scream there. So she just, uh, oh, and she, and then Bill, the real Bill, um, will the real Bill still, please stand up, please stand up, please stand up. The real Bill comes running over and he uh, holds her and, oh, it's okay, and end credits. All in all, it's, you know, it had a budget of 175000 decent production, decent, uh, it was, everything was at night, which was kind of, mm, okay, whatever. And, um, but uh, it was well shot. You could only see uh, equipment in the shots twice, I think, and that was only um, shadows. That wasn't like the actual boom mic coming down into the into the uh, um, picture into the frame. It was just like the like a shadow of the boom mic. So you really have to be nitpicky to, and look for that. So overall, I say it's a really good movie. Um, not not groundbreaking by any means. Uh, it was it was just one of those where kind of a, a familiar plot kind of um it was shot well done well you know i would definitely suggest that you at least watch it um this would be one that you could probably pick up i could see somebody watching this more than once okay i'm going to drop in the intro and then i'm going to come back and we're going to talk about a completely different subject um that is going to be the subject of the you know the creature feature hosts because this one was a copy of a ver- one I'd never heard of before, and uh, let's I'm going to reflect upon that. But first, we'll drop in the intro, and I'll be right back. First mission has failed. They're alerted and dangerous. Suggest continuing on to another galaxy. Total personnel.
Yeah, I had to uh, stop recording because in Korea, uh, Korea's noisy. And a couple times a day, a truck with a speaker that just keeps blah, 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 blah. Like it just drives around, just, 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 yeah, spewing out noise. It's, it's insane. Like, I don't even know what they're saying. They're probably, who knows, kill the foreigner probably. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so basically, I wanted to, this copy um, was uh, Commander USA. Now, I'm, I'm going to start talking about those along with the movies I'm watching. I did, I know, um, of course, Elvira, and the one, um, Dr. Paul Bearer was one of them. And uh, now this one was Commander USA kind of an odd creature feature host. Um, I had never had any exposure to him before. And, uh, you know, I looked him up, and it was just kind of one of those... He doesn't really fit, you know, the, the creature feature, um, like, style. He wears spandex, and he's um, he's goofy, but kind of a strange kind of goofy. Not like, a, not like the Elvira, you know... Uh, sexual entendre and 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 um and like oh you know mistress of the dark stuff and like you know dr paul bearer was was obviously you know more ghoulish this guy kind of his whole shtick was just like um like like a like a red white and blue spandex and he was as strange as his jokes were odd i was surprised at the choice you know so um yeah one of the one one of these days I'll have to I'll have to do a whole show featuring some of these guys cuz they did a lot to keep the B movies and uh, you know sci-fi and horror in our um in a, you know in the mainstream. And the I mean obviously the biggest one was Mystery Science Theater 3000 that showed more people these bad B movies than than any other you know could have possibly conceived. But uh, you know, Elvira, obviously, she must be the tops, or she—I, I, in my opinion, she's like the tops. Uh, but yeah, this one, this one was really obscure. In fact, I didn't—I looked at the title and, um, you know, my copy of it. And it said Commander USA presents, um, I married a, a monster from outer space, and I was like, what the hell is that? You know, and I turned and I watched it, and and like five minutes in, I'm like, where is this going? You know, it's kind of really goofy, and, and and so I stopped and I had to look him up online. And it was just a um, very odd choice for a, a creature feature host, but um, not bad. I'm not talking crap about him, you know. I mean, it's not exactly easy to 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 do to you know to to introduce these kind of things, and and uh, comedy is really hit and miss, you know. So I just uh, if you want to write me with some of your favorites, I know. Um, my my friend Val is he knows probably every one of them and he'll be able to tell me like <laughs> everything about them. So I'll be interested to hear his take on who are the best ones, who are the uh, who are ones that were kind of misses. You know, I I would I guess I would definitely put Commander USA in the miss category. Not again, I don't want to be negative, but I mean I don't, he doesn't really fit the mold. You know, <clears throat> like the undead or the Dracula or the you know big boobed. Uh, Mistress of the Dark, those all fit like that whole that whole um, genre. So I'm I'm sure Val will give me a very good list of when he when he listens to this of some of the uh, better creature features. 
and uh, and and probably a whole bunch I'll never even I've never even heard of. I I don't think that they have this kind of thing in other countries. Um, I would love to see Japan's take on a <laughs> on a on a on a creature feature host <laughs> position. I, I maybe I'll have to try and uh, spearhead that in in Japan. That might be my niche. I'll go over there and I'll try to become the first one on Japanese TV. And wow, I can only imagine what they would come up with. It would be greatness, and I would be scared. Okay, that's going to be it for this for this uh, podcast. Thanks for listening, as always. Um, <clears throat> if you want to listen to my, or if you want to read my traveling exploits, please uh, go to kimchiagogo.wordpress.com. And of course, if you're listening to this on iPad, on iTunes, or um, any of the other uh, podcast hosting areas, please see this website at um, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. I'm Mao. If you have any topics or if you have anything you want to say to me, please email me at zenbone at hotmail.com. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.